Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Boyfriend's back and God bit out his eyeball. Speaking of gods, Clapton is one, so don't disparage him or you will straight up get shanked. The Messiah has a pine cone and Hairstar has a spigot dick, so stay tuned. We're talking about all of it in the Preacher After Show, Season 4, Episode 8, Fear the Lord. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Preacher After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We are talking about Preacher, go figure, right? (laughs) Season 4, Episode 8. Fear the Lord. I'm your host, Elena Jordan, and today I am joined by an amazing panel, two of my favorite gentlemen, the... <laughs> oh, yeah, the boys are back <laughs> in town. Look at this! Ooh, I'm into it. Uh, Dave Child, the preacher comic expert, filling us in on I've all read of the, the comics. And my name is Dave Child. Hi. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about some spigots. <laughs> and uh, how very different Cass is from the comics. It's very funny. <laughs> and it. one of the comic experts that I have known for the longest, actually. I've known this man for over ten years. Knows uh, just about everything about superhero TV and movies. So great to have you back here, Alex LaFosta. What an introduction. Thank you very much, Elena Jordan. Very excited to talk about how I straight up fell in love with Humperdew today. Yeah, Humperdew is amazing. This whole show is amazing. It's crazy that this is the eighth episode. So this mm. is the yeah. anti penultimate episode. Forever yep. of Preacher. Yeah. That's crazy. We're getting to the end. We're getting to the apocalypse. Yes. And it's speaking so of getting to the end, make sure that you stay for the whole show because not only will we be breaking down the entire episode, giving our thoughts, our comments at the end, we'll also have a special segment, Page Flipped, whoop, 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 where we talk about. <laughs> Where we talk about how the comics differ and have their similarities with the show. And we'll also uh, be given our predictions for the final two episodes of Preacher ever. Uh, But kicking it off, what were your overall thoughts of this episode? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. This is like, it's it's interesting to see how they're ranking, like... uh, getting towards the end here and like they're also hitting beats from the comics it's kind of nice that they're having these moments that are just like remember these guys we're putting them in remember like this happens we're putting it in keep going (laughs) we're getting it we're getting stuff in but still it's very different (laughs) like god uh, like uh, having jesus and hitler as supporting characters 
and almost a buddy comedy that's yeah, going on. It's weird. That's not in the comics at all. Like Jesus isn't in the comics, like oh. whatsoever. You have Humperdoo, and then that's as close as you get to Jesus. Mm. So this is very different. And also, Humperdoo has been around a lot longer than he is than he is in the comics. So that's interesting. This okay. is the new do. It's the new do. <laughs> They new do who this? They do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited to see how the the Hitler Jesus storyline like ends yeah. up. I, I actually really like this episode too for a lot of like the developments that they had there and with like God and uh, preacher. I'm not as well versed with the comic book, but I do know like certain beats that are in the comic book, and it's cool that it seems like they've reached a couple of different cool moments that are in the books without it making it feel like it was like ham fisted or just like. Like, it didn't seem like it was, like, fan yeah. service or anything like that. So I'm excited to see where the rest of the series goes uh, as we go forward. Yeah. Last two episodes. It's so crazy that this is, like, the end here. But kind of talking about, yeah, the grail and this uh, whole Jesus, Hitler, everything. Ugh. And then, of course... Still bothers me a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is quite odd. And then the, the most troubling character, probably, story yeah. arc, Klaus Starr... So we'll talk a little bit about yeah. him and kind of what's happened at the Grail. We open with poor Klaus, who yeah. is having this flashback to his uh, little Mr. Dusseldorf contest. <laughs> little Mr. Dusseldorf. Little Mr. Dusseldorf. Well, he was the prettiest boy. For the fourth year old. <laughs> yeah. He keeps winning because he's so pretty with his little, with his little haircut. <laughs> <laughs> little blonde bull. Cut. I love how they didn't get they didn't get like a young Klaus. They yeah. just, no, like, they just went, put him in a wig. Yeah, they went very like wet hot American summer with him. <laughs> yeah. like, we don't care if he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not age appropriate. We're just we don't want to pay. <laughs> we don't want to pay for a new younger Klaus. People no. get it. Just do Plus, it. Plus, if it's like part of like a dream sequence, which they kind of right. made it, it gives them a little bit more flexibility yeah. for it. Was he was yeah. just then remembering in his dreams the beatdown that he got from the jealous little. Yeah. Pretty boys. <laughs> it, it is interesting because I don't remember. It must be in the comics, but it might not be how he actually got the scar mm. on his eye. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember it. I definitely don't think it's this way. <laughs> I don't think he's as vain in the comics as he is in this. And this kind of became a later thing. Like, this wasn't even, like, his vanity wasn't really approached in the first, like, introduction no. of him. It was just, like, this season that he was like, and remember, I am beautiful. And we're remember. like, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, dude. Like, okay, um, I guess we will remember that now. <laughs> I guess I owe the beholder. And he's like, just the one, though. Mm, yeah, I feel like, it, like his uh, his vanity was like sort of uh, given to him as a motivation post. Like it's like, well, at some point Jesse's gonna die, and right. he's not gonna have his like revenge motivation anymore. So he needs something like beyond that. So maybe that's like why the writers like interjected that like little bit in there. Like with him yeah. wanting to be pretty again. This was also, I think, an introduction to a lot of people that his first name was Klaus. I feel like that's not something that, if they have said it before, they didn't really register it because yeah. we think of him as Hair Star, which is like basically Mister Star. Mister Star. Mm. So, like, learning that it's Klaus in the chat, people are talking about how they're learning that his name is Klaus. It's Klaus, <laughs> a star for a star, Klaus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, he wakes up to these very kind people 
Carl, Ernie, and Cyrus, and is crying because they're showing him kindness, Who because they try to save everything they could of his genitals, which turned out to be nothing. Who are these people? Well, this is the craziest thing, is, like, then we find out that they're actually these, like, hills-have-eyes type people, yeah. like, cutting his leg off and eating it, like American Horror Story Roanoke style. Right, right. <laughs> this is another, this was another, like, uh, people that they brought from the comics... But in the comics, it happens very similar, I believe. It, it's after the big kind of atomic bomb explosion, big fight uh, with God and other people. It's a bit set up a bit differently in the comics. But it's also like it's they're also in the middle of America. So this time they're in Australia. But these these like hillbilly people don't even have Australian accents. One has a British accent. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's yeah. like what, and then one of them and one of them just straight up is like me. Wub 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 wub. Yeah, it's great. I uh, yeah, very very odd. But it's, they it's they, all part of God's plan. It's all part <laughs> yeah. of the plan. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, and we see the unfortunate Dick Spigot. <laughs> Spigot oh, dick. Oh, boy. Which, by the way, oh. spigot, we found out, spelled with a G. Fun yeah. fact of the day. S-P-I-G-O-T. Now you're learning how to spell spigot. Spigot. <laughs> D-I-C-K. Spigot dick. Mm. So, yeah, just in case you had your spigot dick uh, tweets ready, make sure you're, yeah. sp- you're spelling it right. We also found out how they can really show full frontal on AMC. Just replace the dick with, with a spigot. spigot. <laughs> and then you're fine. It's then no deal. You can get all the full frontal yeah. that you want. <laughs> Here's the show it all he's got, which Ooh, is not, very, got much. not very much. <laughs> um, I do love, though, that when we see them coming in with this saw, and they're like, thigh time, our favorite yeah. time. And you're like, oh, God, this is about to get so bad. Featherstone's just like, enough with this nonsense, sir. <laughs> okay, well, mm, that's your leg on a, oh, I'll, I'll carry you. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, like, she just really is, like, the definition of loyalty. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's straight up in love with Hairstar. It's crazy their yeah. relationship. With yeah. But also, like, Hairstar just does not recognize her. Like, yeah, at all. Not. Like, at all. Does at all. not care, like, even a little bit. Like, I don't <sighs> think he even knows her name. He knows Hoover, too. <laughs> I mean, what, I would say what? maybe things are about to change, but I even doubt it. I, I feel doubt like... it. I feel like now even more because if he's oh, regaining yeah. his beauty, oh, which God. we'll get into, too, we have back. So back at the grail. <laughs> uh, Before we move off the spigot dick. For a second. I know we're probably going to get back on that spigot dick. When but, can uh, you not get off the spigot dick? Uh, always it's on an that on spigot off dick. situation with the spigot And remember, dick. every just every spigot is a little different, and it's, sometimes you got to figure out how to turn it on. Yeah. But when I was watching this, I'm watching, we're, I'm watching this in the middle of AfterBuzz Studios, which is just a hallway of TVs, and I'm watching it, and I just love that in the middle of it, uh, someone walked by me in the middle of the studios and was just like, I'm sorry, does that man have a fountain for a dick? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I don't want to get into it, but that's that's the show. Like, I love that this is the weirdest show to just casually flip through and then suddenly you <laughs> land on this. And then it's like, I would just love uh, for yeah. them him to walk by the next scene, which is then Jesus and Hitler. Like, Jesus being like, <laughs> I don't know, Hitler. Uh, are we really doing the right thing? Like, are, we, 
I've and Hitler's <laughs> like, no, this is totally the right thing. And Come he's on. like, I don't know, because I'm Jesus, and I feel kind of weird about it. And you're Hitler, so probably I shouldn't go with your gut. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's like, listening to Hitler. That's the uh. thing that I'm like, why is Jesus an idiot in I this? Don't. Like, I mean, it's like, it's excessive. I don't like it. It's I like don't. The, it's the one thing of the show that, like, they've built up these Jesus and Hitler characters and I'm not it's the thing that makes me the most uncomfortable like never mind the spigot dick I feel like the 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 Hitler helping out Jesus and becoming almost friends I would feel more comfortable was like if it was Jesus and Satan, but the fact that it's Hitler. It's Hitler. It <laughs> makes it worse. I don't know why. It just it makes it worse. I yeah. swear it does. Um, but then yeah. the one thing that I did really like was uh, Jesus' B-boy dance. Oh, the B-boy dance. <laughs> it's tricky. <laughs> yeah. Where he's like, you want a dancing messiah? Watch this. <laughs> and he's just like, I can spit on my head. <laughs> Look what I can do. What, 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 I would have loved to see like, some of the like uh, uh, practices with Hitler and uh, Jesus'. Je- uh, Hitler's like, one, one, and two, and three. <laughs> like, just trying like, to get the routine no, down. No, perfect. no, no, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my temple. Not yeah. my temple. <laughs> Not hits. mine temple. <laughs> but then we get this really, really sad kind of realization where Star is like, look, this isn't my call. It's right. God's call. And yeah. he doesn't want you. He wants Humperdue. Never you. Never you, Jesus. And it's like, <laughs> why is everyone being so mean to Jesus? It's also strange because they have like written themselves into a quarter here where Jesus is around. So it does make you keep wondering, why don't they just get Jesus? Like, I mean, why isn't Jesus? So, so that's why they have these scenes, I yeah, think, yeah. They have to, that's why they really have to enforce the fact that it's like, no, Humperdoo, not Jesus. <laughs> Humperdoo. <laughs> and we get to see kind of why. We get yeah. to start to yeah. fall in love with Humperdoo. Well, before we get into that, kind of a little bit of uh, Hair Stars wrap-up here, too, because... Right. Well, and we'll kind of tie this into to Humperdoo with Cass and Tulip because ultimately this is when they these storylines kind of cross over is via Humperdoo. Um, but it gets so bad at this point that looking at himself with his squeaky leg mm. that he's dragging with his eye and his yeah. everything, he's has his little Mr. Dusseldorf sash. Uh. And decides to just say goodbye, cruel world. Yeah, and instead he says goodbye, clamped nips. Why did you clamp your nips before? Well, he always says the clamp nips. I know, but it's like, dude, take off your nip clamps when you're hanging yourself. That's the thing about Hairstar, too. He kind of likes to be punished. That's kind of his thing. Or it was until they switched it to him being vain. So it's kind of yeah, it's kind of weird because I think they realized, oh, we don't want to make it so he's into punishment. Because it keeps happening to him. Mm-hmm. We want to make right. it so he's like vain suddenly. So they kind of switch switch his motivation. Like, Nobody will notice. Everyone who watches this show is stoned off their ass. <laughs> <laughs> kind of kind of true. <laughs> also We're like, we it. <laughs> but the thing about that, like, when he started to hang himself, the first thing I thought was that's a terrible knot. That's a knot. <laughs> it's not going to hold. That's it's not, not going to hold. It's like a silk sash, 
And it's and he just brings it this way. I mean, yeah. all my like all my Boy Scoutism was this kind of like, nope. like no, no, yeah. that's not the knot you I mean, want when you hang yourself in the middle of a knot. <laughs> he's a very learned man. Maybe it was a cry for help. You know, maybe he just he well, just that's did what that, it so. ended up being. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's true. good call. Is like it is all kind of like God's plan, and God does just show up, and he's like, yeah. look. Why, I thought you wanted to be beautiful. Why are you Why are you throwing in the towel? And he's like, because you've been torturing me. You sent a freaking dingo to bite my wiener <laughs> off. Like, what do you want from and he's me? like, that's because you didn't ask. And he's like, I'm passive-aggressively if you had just said, I lost him. Where is he? You're omnipotent. Can you tell me where you see him? And he's like, I'm watching him have dinner right now, so I'll make you pretty if you go get him. All he needed to do three months ago. (laughs) Also, at this point, we've already done the skip three months. He's got that three-month beard. Yeah, so that's what we're going into now is the the Cass Tulip storyline, which first starts out with this wrathful storm, as uh, Cass describes it. Like, it looks like the Old Testament, or the New Mm -hmm. Testament or Old Testament, mm. um, Old Testament scarier than New Testament, <laughs> uh, wrathful storm. So they're saying, look, we're going to bring Humperdew out. This is probably where God is because it's this whatever it storm. storm. Yeah. God likes rain, right? This is probably <laughs> God-like. He wasn't in the church, yeah. so he's probably in this rainstorm. So they bring him out, and... The whole thing is that she wants to see God seeing them. Right. Because even as Cass is saying, look, he's omnipotent, which is should have been kind of a clue to mm. hair star anyway, that once ago he's like, just ask God where he yeah. is. Um, but he's saying, you know, because he's omnipotent, he's going to know. And she's like, he killed Jesse in front of me. I need to know that he is going to see it. So we're not going anywhere until he shows up and I see mm. his face. Yeah. And it turns out that they are there for, yes, three months, which is an insane amount of time to just be sitting there waiting on God. And they become a very adorable family. (laughs) What I do love, though, about After Buzz TV is that unlike this scene that takes an ungodly amount of time, After Buzz TV makes it so simple and fast and easy for you to find all of your favorite after shows. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, where's she going? So be sure to check out all of the after shows here on After Buzz TV. We have a plethora and multitude. So rate, subscribe, give us those thumbs up, those five stars. They've been conveniently broken down at a categories so if you like the comedies the superhero the sci-fi click on our stuff man yeah. just keep watching it yeah. preacher might be over soon but yeah. we'll still be around <laughs> yeah, keep that. looking at our faces why not yeah. uh plus You're- also we just love talking to you guys about all uh, yeah, go ahead i'm like we love talking to you guys and i cut you off and don't let you speak i just said yep Oh, cool. Yep. Yep. So if you have any comments, like, yep, then be sure to leave them below. And we love, again, hearing from you. So talk to us in the chat. Shout out to Ivan Soto, who is always in the chat as well. And thank you guys so much for watching us here at AfterBuzz TV. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we have After this. AfterBuzz TV will take you to the moon. The moon. <laughs> to the moon. To the moon. <laughs> to the moon, Alice. This, this is nice. <laughs> this, very different. <laughs> this is nice to have, like, Caspi the one that'd be like, I don't want to kill him. I like him too much. Now. Oh, my God. I, I will say the Humperdew pinecone scene just oh, freaking got oh, yeah. me when they come in with the pinecones. And he's like, cone. who do we got? We got Mommy Pinecone. <laughs> 
Daddy Pinecone, and who's this? <laughs> so excited. And she was like, like right. okay, well, are the explosives on this man that we're going to blow to bits? Because this is why I've been sitting here for three months. Like, right. let's not get too attached. Yeah. Um, but they have this whole rehearsal of, like, you know, they're changing out the batteries every day for whatever God shows. They're going to be like, hey, go get to this box. We're blowing you up in front of. <laughs> right. Like, that's pretty rough. Yeah. Um, however, even Tulip seems to be swayed a little bit because, you know, Cass is saying, you know, it's, it's not just me, right? There's something about him. And when she finally has this moment that we see on her face, like, yeah, there is something about this guy, is when they're out the in the blueberry. woods. Oh, and he yeah. goes, yeah, this full, like, Disney princess moment yeah. where he's just mm-hmm. chilling with these deer and the light's coming down and it's this heavenly scene until Humbertoon's like, dog. It's <laughs> like, sure, it's a dog. Yeah, it's a dog. Yeah, it's a dog. <laughs> I love how, like, Cass was like, that was some biblical shit. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. That was yeah. Nice. Hearing him just say biblical, too, like, yeah, is yeah, just yeah. awesome. It's really nice. And, and then we also have the blueberry burgers that lead yeah. to a very... <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. So, this kind <laughs> so of ties into... Uh, we see earlier that if Hairstar goes and gets Humperdoo, mm-hmm. then he will get his beauty. Yeah. So he does, and they set up a vomit pulse satellite yeah. outside. So oh, is that having, what it was? Yeah, that's why yeah. they threw up. It wasn't the blueberries. I thought it was the blueberries. <laughs> Don't I put thought blueberries that was on I burgers. Thought, yes. Up until this very moment, I thought it was like, yeah, it's poison blueberries in your burgers. <laughs> I thought it was that, and it, you're right. It's that pulsing thing. Yeah, that's why they were it's a vomit the... pulse, and that's why it was such a projectile vomit too. But that wasn't fully explained, right. and so... it also didn't incapacitate them that much. They no, slipped on it, the vomit like, at one point. Yeah, and, and it, it like it made them throw up, but they weren't doubled over in pain. They were just like, "Here's our gross projectile vomit that is clearly a hose behind me <laughs> that we yeah. show in profile well, yeah. because that's you know." You never seen this trick before, I guess. Yeah. It's like it would have. I guess like a, a poop one would have been a brown note would have probably incapacitated them more. Yeah, probably. but they. I think we're just like we don't want to watch Tulip like shit herself repeatedly <laughs> in the fight. <laughs> like, that's not. That's not what we're going for. I mean, well, maybe we'll you don't, cute. but I'm sure there's plenty of audience members that do. Yeah, but well, it's that's what I was like. Oh my god! They now they have to fight when they're like covered in all this vomit, yeah. like both of them, and then Tulip starts puking too. It was a lot. It was a lot with a puke, but a puke note. I guess that would be a puke note. You a get puke the, note. The brown, not the brown note, note is the other way around. But I don't know what a puke note because it comes. It sometimes it's pink. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. It could be any color. It depends on lot on what you ate previously. Mm-hmm. If you uh, oh, we got vomit pulse. That's probably a pretty good name. vomit pulse. Yeah, which is also the name of my band. <laughs> That's a good name. A good name. For we are vomit pulse. What's what? uh, we'll hit you like an axe to the chest. Which brings us to tulip. Yeah. Getting Cassidy with an axe to the yeah, chest. Yeah, like he's freaking Scatman Crothers. <laughs> like he just straight up hits him right with this. <laughs> Wait, uh, hold on. You had that ready? <laughs> I'm always ready. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like the voice of God in the booth. That's Ryan, our <laughs> amazing engineer, killing it on the sound effects tonight. Yes. You know what? That like also this. sounds like vomit at the same time. Oh, my so God. It yeah. kind of works for both. Dual squish. Yeah, perfect. Dual squish. <laughs> the name of my other band. band. Yeah. <laughs> Dual that's squish. our opener. Dual. Uh, <laughs> 
So, anyway, uh, then we come yeah. to the final question, which is we see we see Tulip, then go take the the remote and Humperdoo to the moon, and then being hooked up the Grail takes them. By the time she does finally hit the button, he's out of range. Yeah, she does hit the button. She, she does, does hit actually, the button. But she hesitated enough that it she, Yeah, it. that it didn't go off. Um, and then comes the big question of what are they going to do now? Which she says, you know, of course. Same thing we do everything. Pinky, try to save <laughs> Um We're going to go and get him. We got to yeah. go get him. And then Cass asks to save him or to kill him. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask you guys, do you think at this point, is it in her mind to save him or to kill him. I think in her mind it's still you. You can answer this. I mean, well, I, I, I think in like maybe uh, deep down, like she thinks that she's going there to kill him. But uh, yeah, I think that they're going there to to save him because yeah. I mean, I definitely fell in love with Humperdue in this episode. The way like he's his, I think, and one of the reasons I think that God uh, in his, his sadistic way in this uh, fictional uh, creation of him loves him more than Jesus is because he's so uh, imbecilic that he is so uh, he is so uh, pure and innocent and that's why like Jesus even though he's only one made one mistake in 2000 years that's why like it God was remember one time 2000 years ago <laughs> And, like, that's why, like, God will always love Humperdue more than he'll love Jesus because Humperdue is just, like, kind of impossible. He's impossible for him to make any, like, real mistakes morally because he's just so... I don't know, though. I mean, uh, he's doing some gross like, stuff. He's putting his wiener on everything. The thing is, the thing, <laughs> I mean, the thing like, that keeps me from feeling that, like, I, I think that's what we're meant to believe. Mm. But I keep going back it's to be the trick. dinosaur that ate his poop. Yeah. <laughs> because the dinosaur that ate his poop was very Humperdoo-like. And the fact yeah. that that bothered God and Humperdoo doesn't... You know what? That's it's, true. It, yeah. it brings up a lot of questions. It's like, what, is, what does God want then? I mean, I guess it's he's a mystery. He's God. But it's still like it, that that dinosaur that eats his own poop keeps me from thinking he just wants someone pure of heart. It's, it right. makes yeah. me think something else Well, it else seems like, I mean, the direction that it seems to me that they're going is that it's just like, at this point, he's like, eh, whatever, it's, you know, it's time for a do-over, and right. he's just kind of bored anyway. Like, it's like just such a haphazard thing. Mm, like, he can never be satisfied. Like, yeah. There is, which, a, there is a question in the chat of, does Humperdue actually have a supernatural effect, or is he, is he just lovable? I don't know. I think it's kind of a combination of both because, I mean, he, if he is supposed to be the Messiah, then he would obviously have some sort of extra right. level kind of yeah, you know, but... affections and energy waves that people pick up energy on. Energy waves. You know? You know? Ooh. Like, people are like, he's just got good vibes, man. I like he's, he's just got like, good he's vibes. He's got Messiah vibes. Yeah. But even like even we remember Jesus saying that most of the stuff that was said about him, his supernatural powers were just made up anyways. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't even turn like water to wine and stuff. So it seems like Humperdue can just dance and be real chill. But maybe there is something else. But he doesn't have like the voice of God. He doesn't have the what Jesse has. No, he yeah. definitely Jesse Genesis has, has yeah. this. That's what makes him so dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Is because it's this level of power that even like circumvents God and both messiahs. Yeah. Which is kind of, I mean, I'd, I'd love to that this does tie in though, that we do see Humperdue brought back to the Grail 
and we see the beautiful hair star. Uh, we get the wrap up for him. I think him he this is episode. handsome. You know, he is. I mean, like, I mean, but it's a blonde bowl cut. That it's like, okay, yes, that <laughs> no, is clearly. It's, it's a bit more of a sweeping. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit it's more not of as a bully. Yeah, it's not quite the bowl cut anymore. It's like it's it's clearly fake. It looks like yeah. Gilderoy Lockhart to me. Like yeah. it just. Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah. it's that. It's like. <laughs> It's like the captain from Futurama. It's like yeah, all the like, like the stereotypical. I think of... I'm handsome. Yeah, hair. That's this what is... that <laughs> that's what hair is. Just beautiful uh, blonde. But yeah, we finally hair with some hair, and then we yeah, also yeah. find out that yes, there is going to be an air date for the apocalypse. The apocalypse <laughs> is on. An air date for the hair date. Um, <laughs> and Cass and uh, goes, Tulip end up hooking up. And this is the whole thing back to the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We keep getting these things that hearken. Before we get to the final scene, the tag out that ties them into this next storyline, let's go ahead and talk about where Jesse's been this whole time. Right. Where the yeah. hell has been, and where That's the hell has Jesse been? He's an owl. He's an owl. He's having a hell of a time. Uh, and we find out, too, that Fior is so annoyed with him because he's like, after all of this, after knowing God's plan and everything that he's done, you're God's still... <laughs> you're still loyal to him. Yeah. Why? What is wrong with you, right. Custer boy? <laughs> And he's still like it's still it's still a test. It's still a test. Yeah. I haven't heard it from him, so I think it's still a test. This yeah. whole time, yeah, he keeps having this idea that he's just being tested. Yeah, which is legit for him to feel that way because since he's spent a lot of time being tested like specifically by God, like yeah. all the time that he spent mm-hmm. out in the ocean and the plane and like he and then to the desert, he knows that that was God messing with him. So like yes. how is he to be able to distinguish that from now? And also he knows scripture enough that like he knows hell right. doesn't even mean the end of stuff because you mm-hmm. did have like Jesus come on down to hell after after he martyred himself and was like, "Come on, folks, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're not so good, you're good, you're good. Come on!" So he knows that there's still maybe an option for like to mm. get into heaven to still pass the test if he just if he deals with the pressures of hell right. if he keeps going it still could be a test and he and he could take it rather well he could take hell rather well it seems like what really is affects him is the idea of an apocalypse is the only thing that really he hates and he feels like if he just goes along with these personal turmoils the ants up the butt <laughs> the fire Man, the like yeah. the rats in the yeah. barrel like you know it could still keep so going. many things yeah and i love too that they have that reference where he's like the film star- i'm kind of going back to how does he still think this is a test is mm. because he also watched his father get shot in front of him and right. his dad's words to him, basically, and his entire life was to have faith in that mm-hmm. all of this is part of God's plan and that God is just testing you. Mm-hmm. God's that, plan. Yeah. <laughs> and that you're a custer, so this is what you do. And, you know, all of this is because of this quintessential moment, this defining moment in his life where his father's killed in front of him. Mm-hmm. And so when he's saying, look, the film strip isn't doing anything because every time I close my eyes since I was 10 years old, I've been seeing this replay. So good luck. 
keep showing it. And they're like, Don't oh, say really? That. Really? <laughs> yeah. Get in the cage. We're putting ants in your butt. How's that feel, Jesse? Does it feel like you got ants in your butt? Yeah. Because uh. you do forever. <laughs> All the way up the nose. Yeah, that's like telling your teacher that you're bored. She's just, just going to give you more work. She, yeah, mm-hmm. don't say that. Come on, man. Just be like, this is a challenge. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, man, this sure is awful. I hope I don't have to keep going through this. <laughs> well. It's like when you're a kid and you get like, you have to get a butt whooping, so you just cry and cry and cry, even though your parents are barely touching you. You're like, it hurts. And they're like, why? Like, does it? What's wrong? My kid's a bitch. <laughs> maybe just me. My parents are revealing too much about my childhood at this point. Like, what plays in my film strip? Yeah. Um, but then he finally gets this moment of release when he's out of that rat mm. barrel because the saint has saved him. Oh, boy. Except for psych. No. It was just a simulation. Yeah. Do you think that he knew that it was as no. soon as he was saying, like, this is the most I've heard you talk? That's when it felt to me like he was like, this yeah, like I, was, This doesn't I feel real. I think doubt was starting to come in. I think he was still trying to feel his way. And then when he sees, like, where did you get the horse? How did we get the horse? How are mm. we even here? Wait, this doesn't even this doesn't add up. That's when he's kind of putting two and two together. Right. But it was a little, at least a little bit of a break. Yeah. But what did and, you? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, uh, just even watching it, like the the editing for that particular escape sequence was like so brisk and like almost dreamlike. I even yeah. started to think, was is this real? Like before you even started telling the story, I was like, is this is just happening so fast? Like it doesn't even feel like the rest of the episode. So it did right. seem kind of dreamlike. So it made sense after that. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense. This is a hallucination. That's but, actually mm. a really good point. It was the pacing was kind of more like with Hair Star's dream mm. that he had versus the actual reality that we've seen, and then seeing that like ethereal fog over the beach, riding the horse through, <laughs> like all of that did yeah. seem very dreamlike. What did you think about the story that he told, though, about the colonel and the general and the drunk general with the sideways map Mm. and the colonel just following orders who sent his men to the slaughter? Mm, Do you think that that was a real story that is based on something that happened to the saint or no? I don't know if it's necessarily linked to the saint because I think if you listen to the story, it kind of sounds like more people trying to get him to sit on the throne. You know, because he's basically saying, stop listening to the orders of the general because he's Mm -hmm. got a sideways map. I actually don't get the twist (laughs) when the saint was like, no, I was the general. I was like, I feel like that's loses some point (laughs) because it makes it so it's like, so you're saying I shouldn't listen to your story? (laughs) That you just just taught me a lesson, (laughs) but you said the problem was... I shouldn't listen to you? <laughs> I think that kind of ruins the point yeah. of the story. It's kind of a double yeah. negative. Yeah, I didn't makes, even it, think about that. Yeah, it, it, like, in, yeah, like with him saying that I'm the general makes it kind of seem like it's like, a, oh, that's much more interesting, but it's not it actually doesn't. that much more interesting. It kind of, I know, it seems like, yeah, maybe they're trying to go for, like, even me and as the general, I even know, like, the fault of my ways, but, like, it's more so, like, kind of. I think he should have said, no, I was the slaughter. Like, he was yeah. the people killing the people over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. he was the people waiting for them. Yeah. Like, something like that would have been more like, oh, 
That would have been yeah. a lot more poignant, yeah. But when you're saying you're the general, but he's like, like, I was the general, and he's like, so, so you're cool. full of horseshit, and I don't <laughs> listen to anything that you say, See, you, and you're gonna leave this, me to my death. Is this you asking me to teach you how to read a map? Is that what? <laughs> is that the whole point of the story? Is, is, it, like, is this just your really like long way of being like the reason you're sharing your alcohol with me is that you have a problem with alcohol? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you have led men to their death, so you're asking me to take this so that you'll be better. This, this is how you say you're illiterate, and yes, I will teach you how to read the saint. <laughs> Uh, the saint. The That's saint. my favorite part. Is just addressing him as <laughs> the saint. saint. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we figure out that this is just a simulation, mm. and we have Fiora's whole thing about like you're gonna be tortured forever, and we're gonna put molten yeah. hot lava on your buttocks and do it <laughs> like butter on a cracker. And he's like, and you're thinking of different biscuits, British biscuits or crackers, and you're thinking of, like, down-home country oh, biscuits. let's not get into <laughs> the biscuits. Different kinds Ooh. of biscuits, and God's like, no uh, more biscuit conversation. Jesse, just come out of hell. Just come right. back to life. I can't listen to this well, anymore. Well, first they force him onto, onto the, the throne. Yeah. Yeah. And then as soon as his butt hits the throne, he's kind of, or maybe right before, he's kind of sucked out of Yeah, that's what I was, I guess we won't know until next episode, but I was kind of curious whether, like, he was given the powers of God and then like he and then God is like kind of tricking him into thinking that God like uh like he uh brought him back to life or if God brought him back to life right before he got the powers uh of God it just did to feel, save his own yeah. but the know. question of what's in God's plan and what's there it is <laughs> and what's what's not is like kind of what the whole series is gonna hinge on mm. I think or the whole ending of this thing is going to hinge on so you can maybe maybe the the thing is he took him out to keep him from getting onto the throne. Mm. Like if you take him out at the last minute, then he can't sit on the throne because all the angels are wanting him to sit on the throne, mm-hmm. right. or the, the demons at this point are trying to get him to sit on the throne. Mm-hmm. So it's like it is it it is an interesting question about like what is part of uh, the plan and what isn't. <laughs> and uh, I tried to avoid the word. <laughs> but it like, didn't nah, work. buddy, I still know what you're talking about. Yeah. So now he's back. Now he's uh, back to life. Back, back to, to reality. reality. Which, uh, you know, he's back to just hell on earth, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Where he now is alive and then finally has his big confrontation with God. He's one-on-one with um, God. Which I think, yeah, that question that you posed of, like, what, how much of it was God's power versus Jesse's power? Does he know the extent of his power at this point? Mm. I think all of that is going to kind of factor in because... Right now, Jesse is still a servant of the Lord. He's right. still super subservient, and I, he meets him. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I love how this mirrors that Isaac, that that uh, VHS we see of, yes. of Isaac, uh, of Abraham. Abraham. Isaac, uh. Where he's like, where he gets down on his knees, yeah. he hugs Abe. God, he has a moment, and that's like even I the scene. I was going to do it. Yeah. I was going to do it, God. I love you so much. Oh, I love you so much, God. Oh, you don't I was going to kill my God. Oh, God. He was my Abraham, only son. He was my yeah. only son. I was going to kill him only for you. Son. Oh, God. I'm a real big fan. Uh, real, real big fan. And you saw that, like, God really wanted that. Mm. And it seemed like that's what he really missed. And he got that. And then we get that twist of, like, yeah, it's you were so still close. not enough. Yeah, like, so we have enough. Jesse saying, like, okay, I knew all of this was a test. I knew it was a test, and I passed, and it was all worth it, and I went through hell, literal hell, 
but it was okay because I was right the whole time. I right. refused it, and I passed the test. Ah, oh, you were so close. Because you, you were tempted. <laughs> the temptation. You temptation is it. also a sin. And he's like, you're setting this up where it's impossible. Yeah. You can't win. The game. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah. So, do you right. think that that was kind of like the thing that that's the takeaway from this? Is that like, well, yeah, this I mean, blind faith is just. It's also it's. It, I think the takeaway from it, they really like hit something from theology that always bugs me, <laughs> which is like the idea of the temptation or the thought to sin in your heart is the same as sinning in life is something that, like, as a spiritual person but not necessarily a religious person, I always bump up against and I dislike because it kind of is, to me, I think uh, a big sign of courage is when you have fear but you do it anyways. Right. So I think a big sign of righteousness is when you're tempted but you don't do it anyways. And I I think that's morally a correct way of looking at things and that's a big part of what preacher is about. It's about morality compared to what is told is morality. Right. Like what you actually know is right and wrong compared to what you're constantly told is right and wrong. Right. Which so, we're seeing and, even reflected with the Jesus Hitler debate where he's yeah. like, you know, it doesn't feel right. Right. You know, right. like you're saying that this is what is the holy thing and this is what is the right thing, but it feels wrong. Mm, right. So why is there that disconnect? And then being told, oh, well, that's just how it is. Just go yeah. with it, basically. Right. But it, it's 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 shown even stronger with the Custer right. and God like interaction here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think in, in even uh, which is weird that uh, I think at some point God mentions that he gives uh, humankind uh choice free will like free will and it's uh, interesting i think that's the whole thing about free will is that uh, we have the uh the temptation in our hearts like that's just going to happen because of the free will that he instilled in us but we then we have the right then we have the ability to choose one way or the other yeah free will is is supposed to be like going against that temptation right and it's kind of odd that this like this creation of god this fictitious uh, creation of God is just like, eh, but it's not gonna. That's part of it too. You wanting to do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what Jesse even says. He's like, but you made us like this. Yeah. Like this is such a catch twenty two. He's like, I made you in my likeness, so you're kind of a dick. Basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it, see, was, see. it was the moment where I was like, oh, so Catholic. <laughs> that's the answer it's Catholicism that's where we landed on it could have been so many other ones but turns out it's bottled next to it's just right <laughs> there you go. all sides now point to Catholicism but we know that there still is some unknown aspect of the plan at play that right. Jesse is involved in to some degree and God also says oh and bring your friends so we know that Tulip and Cass are also going to be serving this role in the yeah. apocalypse. But before he does that, he gives him a little uh, don't forget me yeah. by biting out his eyeball, right. which was, we'll talk a little bit later in the uh, the page flipped segment, but that was just straight out of the comics. Mm-hmm. So It was also interesting, if you noticed, Custer never tried the voice with God mm. during the scene. 
Because yeah. I'm mostly because, uh-huh. and actually, I think the scene went really well because of that. Because it makes you think. There's a lot of moments where it could have been like, why didn't he do the voice? But every single time, there's a turn in the emotion of the scene. It's answered with another kind of distraction almost. So mm. he doesn't have the time to even consider using the voice on God. Because first he's happy to see God. He's yeah. like happy that it's done. Then he's trying to process the fact that God's betraying him. And then right at the moment where he's about to process that fact, his eye is bitten out. Right. So yeah. that that distracts him even more. And then God's gone. God's yeah. like keeping so, you on your toes, <laughs> biting at your eyes. So there's never a chance where he can even try to do the voice. Uh, there yeah. is something in the chat, the chat where they bring up, like, why doesn't Genesis work on the saint anymore? I don't actually know. That's from Wasn't a previous the one. Thing, yeah, they had said uh, last season they basically made him impenetrable to where nothing, even the, uh, because even the voice. he. But he used to work on it. Was, yeah, because he was, like, of the earth. But then when he was in hell, it was something well, where he, he, like. Had the deal with the yeah it was some like it's very out. it's some like little specific thing where yeah. they had it where it was explained but not fully mm. but it's but it, it gets basically a little, like hmm. because he no longer is damned to roam the earth right right and he now is in hell anybody who is earthbound jesse can use the voice on but because he no longer he's like but he is it's, from, it's it's a weird thing this is all a long way of saying we don't know yeah. but but it's the, all conjecture the reason why I'm asking about that is because we don't know if the word can work on God right that's a big question about whether the word will work and what it can actually do to God word yeah. up so yeah, and I, and even it makes also sense that he wouldn't use it right away in this moment, or at least have he'd have hesitation about using the voice because he's kind of been tested this whole season prior to this. Like every time he's used the voice, mm-hmm. it's kind of turned out badly yeah. for him. So it would make sense that he would have hesitation using it at this point. And it would too. also mean why, like God has kept his distance until he has tested him enough right. to be like, yeah, uh, no, this guy's going to be happy to see me. This right. guy's going to be fine to see me. And so when he does and then teaches them a lesson, that might be enough to be like, and God's out. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he yeah, takes yeah. some of that hubris away, too, is it's like yeah. then Jesse won't come in guns blazing, which his biggest right. you know weapon yeah. is the voice. So mm-hmm. um, the fact that, yeah, I think that's a really good point that he doesn't use it um, and he doesn't use the word. Um, now we do see, though, one of my favorite transitions and this is when we have Cass and Tulip hooking up and then the music starts playing. Isaac Alberniz is uh Astoria oh. starts playing mm. and then we no, that's no, not that song. No, that's not, not it at that. all. Oh, man. Let's no, talk not about even a little bit. Later <laughs> in that scene. No, not even a little bit. Ten not stars. where I was going, but I'll, I mean, I'll take it. Um, but then it. <laughs> the voice of God, ladies and gentlemen, with a summary of Preacher in one word. Whoops. Um, so we do uh, see this pan over then to this guy in a prison jumpsuit playing guitar who is shanked for smack-talking Clapton. Yeah. And it's, Which we find out after he's like, yeah, Clapton's God, right Clapton after the Clapton is shank. a God after like shanking that's, him. That's what this is about? Yeah. But it's Amen. really all of this was a little bit of fan service just so we could see Eugene come up and pick up the guitar. Right. That, so we, I was well, like, I, think I we, am watching it. went, Wah! Yeah, I think we're gonna about to move into. We'll move into that as well, but okay. before we go into just remember our that segment, scene. yeah, put chuck that in the back of your mind. 
However, setting up something. The very final last scene is Jesse being reunited with Tulip and Cass. Yeah. This post-coital mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> kind of Ooh. euphoria that is broken very by the fact that Cass is then like, I mean, and we even see this hug and Cass just like, <laughs> <laughs> of course. I mean, it was an uh, interesting, yeah, it was an interesting reaction to Cass because uh, you could read it as that and you can also read it as, I'm just happy he's back. Like, it yeah. also is like, it's him kind of processing all of those emotions all at once. It was a nice little, like, moment. And I kind of, I like it because it also doesn't feel, we'll get into the page flipped version of this in a second, but it doesn't feel like a portrayal so much as, like, they really do feel so close, the three of them now. Mm. And it all, it in a way that's almost like, Familial but incestuous, <laughs> like, yeah. but it all makes kind of sense and make yeah. it brings them actually closer in this way. There's a lot of yeah. codependent friendships that we see on television right. that are very incestuous, but but it also took three months, and after three months yeah. of like basically having this family life where they've playing become house. playing house, it totally made sense. Yeah. None of it felt like it was Tula acting too fast, right? Or Cass betraying Jesse. Yeah, it kind of felt like oh yeah. This makes sense. But this is why it felt to me like it was Cass being like, of course, because right. it was three months. They didn't yeah. do anything for three months. And then the does. day they... after, Jesse's yeah. like, I'm back. What up? And we also have to remember that God said, like, uh, you still have a role to play and don't forget to don't bring, forget your to bring your friends. Don't forget to bring your friends. Yeah. They're so part they have of it. a role. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, I think all of this, which we'll we'll get into predictions, but before we hop into all of that, any last thoughts on this episode? Were you going to say something prediction-y before I cut you off? Nothing super (laughs) prediction-y. I was just curious, like, well, I mean, I think it's interesting that that Jesse would, like, do exactly what God wants him to do, knowing that it's probably not going to work out in Jesse's favor. But I'm I mean, I'm curious to see what uh, that's like, been Jesse's problem since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I see Blindly, a vision. I'm yeah. going to it. Wait, God knows I'm here. Yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, he sent he you a vision. <laughs> yeah. He's got tiny little models of you. <laughs> yeah, weird. man. Why do you think it's a trap? I mean, you, you knew this was a trap. Yeah, I mean, I'm just excited to see what uh, what uh, what Jesse. Uh, uh, Cassidy and Tulip do next. Hopefully, they yeah. you know, create a little thruple, or what the the holy I know right? quadruped's gonna do. You know, Jesse Humphrey do There's Jesus a, of God. Oh, I thought you were calling do. calling the thruple the holy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, man. Like, all right, I'll go. There. You know, let love be love. <laughs> Any last thoughts on this episode before we dive into our page flipped? No, I'm ready. Just also remember that the because uh, we have some questions about it that they're at the Holy Grail Motel. Which is right outside where the Grail is. That's where they kept yes. meeting. That's why he said, like, uh, I think his name's Camille. Like, oh, Camille, we'll be there in a second. And then surprised to see Preacher. Yeah. It, it's the it's the hotel they've been to before where they used to fight the Grail, where uh, the angel and the devil had the fight. Mm-hmm. It's the same place. Yeah. Just reminding people. And the Holy cool. Grail has been just getting beat up to hell. Yeah, yeah, it's really... Now it's the Holy Gale. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which is, is like, great. okay, who's Gale? She seems nice. But not named Gale. <laughs> so we are going to now go into our special segment. If you have not read the comics and you don't want the comics spoiled, yeah. I would recommend skipping this section. I'm going to let you know right now we are going to spoil some things from the comics. Um, but diving right into it, I think probably the biggest thing 
this episode was Jesse having his eye bit out and mm-hmm. having that, which we... This is... Ugh, it just pisses me off because this was such a big question from the comics was, oh, is this going to happen? Right. And it was answered pretty much from the very first episode yeah. because in the opening credits, they showed seeing... Jesse with an eye patch. And yeah. I'm still in... I will not forgive this. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pissed off. Kind of annoying, yeah. Yeah, this, the, the, the promos for the show and like the, the opening things, they're not very good at keeping spoilery <laughs> stuff away. Which is too bad. I didn't but. even watch the next week on for this because I was like, I don't want you to show me everything. It didn't you show keep you. Show me. It everything. didn't show you a lot. It, it didn't show you a lot, but I saw it. Yeah, certain things you want to like save for when you you right. see it. What is kind of nice from, I would say, the difference between this moment and the the comics. From what I can remember of the comics. It's he's he kind of knows he's going to confront God and he has kind of a vendetta against God as he's trying to find him. He doesn't have this crisis of faith mm-hmm. that has carried him through this show. It's more of he believes his morals are right and God's morals are wrong and he wants to confront him and tell him about it. Mm. That's kind of where he's at. What was kind of nice about this now was it reminded me of the story of Odin, actually, mm. because when he finally confronts God and gains the knowledge that God mm. is not morally right in this case, that's when he loses an eye, which is very much what happens yeah, to Odin, totally, yeah. where he loses an eye from the tree of knowledge. It's yeah, the, it's a, he gains wisdom, yeah. Yeah, once that's, he gains wisdom. This is kind of nice. Huh. I never thought about that way, but that's yeah, very, very exciting. And, yeah. and it's this whole an eye for an eye thing. We even see with Hair Star. Right. It's like they are getting very literal with their metaphors. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And it's also it also happens very quickly in the comics. There is no... I think everything that happens from two episodes ago to this, when it comes to Jesse, happens in, like, a couple a of pages. Panel. Yeah. Yeah, a few panels. But I will say, though, the shot, the extreme close-up of mm. the eye and God biting, that was straight and, like, an exact yeah. recreation mm. of one of the panels, of the panel where he gets his eye bit out. Except for yeah. it didn't show the, like, the drawn-on blood, and it wasn't as gory. It's gorier in the comic, which was right. weird. That and also, the show is typically very gory. God is kind of more of a golden God, rather than a guy mm-hmm. that shows up in a uh, Winnebago. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit and different. It's RV who's just like you know, who knows? yeah. But it would be kind of cheap if if that was the God. That <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't look as good because yeah. the the fact that it's a guy in a Winnebago it wouldn't have looked as good. Who has the answers? Uh, but the thing that actually the big thing for me was Eugene. Well, it was Eugene. Oh, we can talk about I Eugene. I lost my mind with Eugene. Yeah, let's talk about Eugene because like they are setting up. This is something we've mentioned before in this section of the show. Where we really miss the idea of Arseface becoming a, a pop star. star. Like a rock star. Because yeah. he becomes that in the comics. He basically becomes Nirvana because he actually shoots himself in the face yeah. because of Kurt Cobain. So he kind of becomes Kurt Cobain. And it's, then he, but then he, it's like a whole thing where he has people who are trying to recreate his Kurt Cobain tribute right. and then and are killing themselves. The and yeah. yeah. It's like a whole weird, intricate Ugh. thing, which I'm not like, you know, condoning that, but I'm saying <laughs> I do want to see a rock star Eugene. It's right. something from the comics that I am like, especially because Eugene has been so sweet, this adaptation. Yeah. He's been so different. Like, I want to see him, like, now that he's like, you know what? I have lost my faith, and I'm using it to just be like a freaking, like, rock star. I bet mm-hmm. that's, I bet it's going to be a different type of rock star. I bet it's going to be a sweeter rock star. I think it's going yeah. to be. 
him mumbling, but it'll be like instead of instead of the Nirvana mumble, it'll be like the bon- Bob Dylan. No, like- it'll be like the Bon Iver mumble. Oh, there <laughs> we like go. The, yeah. It'll be like the you can't understand the words that I'm saying, but they're meaning something to you, <laughs> and why deep. are you crying? <laughs> and he'll probably perform on TV at some point. Yeah, I coming I, oh, I really, really hope so. Yeah, yeah. but the, another thing was the cast was the cast finally hooking up with Vi- with uh, Tulip. And then and then Jesse showing up, it's just very different from the comics yeah. because in the comics, you have Cass basically keeping Tulip. We've mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again. How Cass is keeping Tulip and basically keeping her drugged and is basically raping her throughout the entire thing. And now... To highlight the difference, right before they hook up, I love how Cass is saying, I'm sorry about mansplaining. Well, he has a cast <laughs> in his chest that Tula put there. That's like the complete opposite yeah. of the toxic, terrible cast from the comics. And I'm but I love it. that they, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that they made that change, that adaptation, because it's like, I don't want two toxic dudes that mm. I'm supposed to be brooding for. Like, you know, right. I want like some complicated meaningful things but anyway it's time for predictions let's talk about what we think is gonna happen and now you're after buzz tv so we know that this has differed a lot from the comics so we can't really use the books as a, a way to kind of cheat our predictions so this is genuine predictions Two episodes left. How do you think they're wrapping it up? Oh yeah, I, I'm, I've thought a lot about it. Uh, I'm not quite sure because there's so many different ways like it could all turn out. And I'm very interested in how like God's very uh, seemingly intricate plan is going to. Oh no! <laughs> you know what? You know what? Not this time. Our <laughs> <laughs> God keeping us on our toes too. Uh, yeah, I'm very interested to see how like how in- his intricate plan is gonna like work out. But I kind of see it uh, where Jesse's going to kill God. Uh, I for some reason I just see that that's how it's gonna be, and like then uh, just have uh, all the rest of the creatures throughout the universe just uh, work off of their own free will without any uh, omniscient creature like. You know, being right. the puppet master. As, at least that's what I think it's going to happen. I, there has to be something coming up that it will divert from God's plan. Like, there has to no. be some... I don't even know if that was it. <laughs> but there has to be some, like, thing that we don't, we don't understand how it could right now. Because mm-hmm. everything that keeps happening seems to be in the plan. So to have it, like, separate from that, it has to be something that we have to see God get surprised. Mm. And he gets confronted with this surprise. And we do see the one thing we do see in the predictions of the next week on that I saw is a lot of, like, him showing off the fact that he doesn't have an eye underneath his eye patch and he actually puts on the eye patch, which is weird. We already know he doesn't have it. But we do see the saint confront God. That there is a moment where a gun is pointed at Ooh. God, so we don't know what this. Remember that the saint's gun killed the devil. Can yeah. the saint's gun kill God? But I also think the end of this is going to. The only parallel is going to do with the comics is I think we're going to end at the Alamo, <laughs> and I think there's going to be a shoot off, big standoff at the Alamo. But it's going to be different from the comics, so be interested to see what happens. Yeah, but we'll still remember it. 
I'll yeah. still remember the album. <laughs> uh, I think it. that ultimately, yeah, part of the plan is going to be that uh, Tulip killing Humperdue is going to be an act of a killing of an innocent, the true innocence. But Tulip isn't going to do it, and that's going to thwart God's plan. Mm. And mm. that's going to be something he wasn't expecting that will then circumvent the uh, the plan for the apocalypse. But right. we'll see. We'll see. And you guys yeah. let us know what you think in the comments below. Let us know all of your predictions. And in the meantime, where can everybody keep up with you guys? Uh, you can find me on all platforms at Alex LaFosta. Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at MRDaveChild on the Twitters and the Instagrams and DaveChild.com because my name... Oh, it's Dave Giles. <laughs> yeah. And my name is Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan. And now you can find me as the new host for MEA Worldwide as well. So I'll be doing different interviews with a bunch of different celebrities. So check it out, MEAWW.com. And be sure to check us out next week where we will be talking about the second to last episode ever. Of After Everybody's TV's Preacher. Bye! Bye! Later! Kevin Undergaard and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 